This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending August 6th of 2022, the Fed's next move, a mortgage rate rollback for home buyers, and a new all-time high for single-family rents. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week. Federal Reserve policymakers say they're nowhere near the end of their fight against inflation. Four Fed presidents spoke out on Tuesday, August 2nd, about their resolve to get inflation back down to 2%. San Francisco Fed Chief Mary Daly said she's currently seeing a 50 basis point rate hike as appropriate in September. But she says, if we just see inflation roaring ahead undauntedly, the labor market showing no signs of slowing, then we'll be in a different position where a 75 basis point increase might be more appropriate. Comments from the other three Fed presidents were similar. And then there was a screamingly strong jobs report a few days later. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported on Friday that hiring in July exceeded expectations. Non-farm payrolls were up 528,000, and the unemployment rate dipped lower to 3.5%. To put this in perspective, in the years leading up to 2020, when the economy was robust, job creation was closer to 195,000 per month on average. The unemployment rate is now back to its pre-pandemic level. As reported by MarketWatch, it's tied for the lowest level since 1969. Some economists see the strong jobs report as signs that the Federal Reserve will lean toward a more aggressive rate hike in September. KPMG chief economist Diane Swank said in a CNBC report, This is hot. For the Fed, this is another 75 basis point hike. The unemployment report shows a slightly elevated level of new claims. During the last week of July, 260,000 people applied for benefits which is an increase of 6,000 from the week before. The number of continuing claims was also higher by about 48,000. That brings the total number of continuing claims up to about 1.4 million, which is the highest level since April. A new report on home price growth shows that year-over-year prices were up 18.2% in June. On a month-to-month basis, the CoreLogic report says they were up 0.6%, for the 125th consecutive month of higher prices. This is more inflationary news that may convince the Fed to be more aggressive with future rate hikes. However, the report does show that price growth is slowing. CoreLogic expects it to drop to 4.3% by next June. Higher home prices also increase homeowner equity. CoreLogic says the average borrower had $280,000 in home equity at the end of the first quarter. That's a gain of about $64,000 over the past year, and a gain of about $125,000 over five years. Anyone expecting a housing crash today will have to consider why these homeowners with so much equity and low fixed-rate mortgage payments would suddenly want to abandon their homes. Higher home prices are slowing sales, and that's driving up inventory levels, but they're still not where they need to be. According to Realtor.com, active listings are about 30% higher than they were a year ago, but are less than half of what they were in June of 2019, and about two-thirds of where they were in June of 2020. The good news is that homebuyers have a few more homes to choose from, and a little extra time to make a decision. 
but only a little extra time. The Realtor.com trend report says that homes are spending just one extra day on the market compared to last year. New home builders are also experiencing a sales slowdown and higher inventory levels. According to the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, there are more than nine months' supply of newly built homes on the market. However, it can be difficult to gauge new home inventory because many of those homes are experiencing construction delays and not sales delays. Another sign of the housing market slowdown is a sharp drop in construction spending. The Commerce Department reported a 1.1% decrease in June. Private residential construction took the biggest hit. It was down 1.6%. Ironically, the construction of new homes is what's needed to increase supply. Yet, builders are generally the first to get hit with higher interest rates. A slowdown in new home construction could mean continued bidding wars on existing homes in growth markets. But here's some good news. Home buyers are getting a break right now on their mortgage rates. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage dipped below 4% for the week ending August 4th. They dropped 31 basis points to an average of 4.99%. The 15-year dropped 32 points to 4.26%. Freddie Mac's chief economist, Sam Cater, says mortgage rates remain volatile due to the tug-of-war between inflationary pressures and a clear slowdown in economic growth. And to translate that, you may be wondering why mortgage rates have gone down when the Fed fund rate is going up. Mortgage rates are generally tied to the 10-year treasury as mortgage-backed securities attract the same type of investor. With the Fed raising short-term interest rates aggressively, Big investors are worried that it will create a recession, so then they seek the safety of bonds and MBSs. These investors also may believe that we've hit a peak in inflation. Otherwise, they would invest in inflationary stocks instead of bonds. And in other news making headlines, demand continues to grow for single family rentals as more and more potential home buyers are priced out of the market, and that's pushing rents higher. A new report from Yardi Matrix says the average single-family asking rent rose $23 in June to an all-time high of $2,071. Rent growth is slowing for both single-family and multifamily rentals. The report says that year-over-year single-family rent growth has dropped 90 basis points to an annual rate of 11.8%. The U.S. House approved legislation that would make remote online notarizations possible in all 50 states. The bill will make it easier to close a deal without having the notary and the person signing the agreement in the same room. During the pandemic, agents in many states had to arrange for drive-by closings with social distancing. The pandemic also inspired almost half the states to allow for remote notarizations. The National Association of Realtors pushed for a national bill to support the demand for virtual sales and closings in all 50 states, even though there's less concern now about the pandemic-related safety measures. The bill is now pending consideration in the Senate. Well, that's it for today. Check the show notes for links at newsforinvestors.com. And I'd also like to share some exciting news. Within the last few weeks, we hit a big milestone for real estate news for investors. It's been six and a half years since our first news podcast, and we now have posted our 1200th show. And I want to extend a big thank you to Donna Behrens, who's our news writer, and Jill Bennis, our editor. They have been with me through this the whole time and do an amazing job. 
We're currently posting two or three podcasts a week for real estate professionals, so set your podcast player to have them automatically downloaded so you don't miss any. And that would mean subscribing. And of course, when you do that, leave a review because it really helps out our rankings and I really appreciate it. I read every review. I'm Kathy Fetke and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.